Hello, my friends. For many people, financial stewardship isn't just about smart financial decisions. They also want to allocate their resources in a way that is consistent with their values and their religious principles. Revo Financial brings biblical wisdom to the financial planning and investment process. Whether planning for retirement or college, for a first-time home or special charitable or estate strategy, Revo Financial will come alongside you and help you define your financial goals and establish a plan to reach them. For more information or to set up a complimentary one-on-one appointment, visit RevoFinancial.com or call 918-336-7877. Revo Financial. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to listen to this radio show. As always, I want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Uh, I know fall is quickly coming on. And as a result, pumpkin spice for the ladies who are pumpkin spice fans. I, I guess for the guys as well. I'm not personally a pumpkin spice fan but uh that's coming so grab yourself a warm or cool refreshing caffeinated beverage from outpost coffee you can check out more about who they are at outpostcoffeeco.com so this week i want to tackle an idea um the idea is this that that we can be Christians and still support the Democratic Party. Um, I saw someone post on social media about how they can be a Christian and still support Joe Biden and still love Jesus and still uh, be a part of the Democratic Party. And so what I wanted to do is just ask some questions around that. this idea of can a Christian truly support the Democratic Party? And the questions you have to ask yourself is what is the party platform? Like that's 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 the whole idea is there's there's two major con, you know political parties. There's the conservative GOP and you've got the Democratic liberals. And you have to look at their party platforms. I get it that individual candidates can vary on beliefs, but what you have to do in, in terms of aligning yourself with a political party is you have to look at the the platforms of each party, the the ideas of each individual group. So what I want to do is I, I, I from a Christian standpoint, if you claim to know Christ, can you follow and support the Democratic Party? So let's just look at just I'm not going to try to pick apart any candidate. I just want to look at the actual belief systems and the platform of the political party of the Democrats. And then I'll, we'll, we'll do the same for the Republicans. So what I'm doing is I am going to read some of their belief systems off of the actual uh, Democratic Convention a Democrat convention platform. Uh, this is under the heading of Healing the Soul of America. This is what we need to do. So one of the things that they have under healing the soul of America is we need to protect protect LGBTQ rights. So they want to align themselves with the gay community and say that they are there's nothing wrong with with the sin of homosexuality. Uh, there is nothing wrong with uh, LGBT 
Q activities. It is a normal, natural thing. And this is their, they want to protect their rights, uh, recognizing that the LGBT, I'm reading, recognizing that the LGBTQ plus youth and adults suffer from a significant health uh, disparities, including mental health and substance abuse disorder. Democrats will expand mental health and suicide prevention services and ban harmful, quote unquote, conversion therapy practices. So, <clears throat> Anyone who stands with the word of God and the word of God, it it teaches that the sin of homosexuality, LGBTQ, is a sin. It is specifically a sin and it is wrong to have any type of uh, sexual activity outside of the of the biblical confines of marriage. Uh, And so they are aligning themselves and saying that anyone who stands against this will they will ban they will ban any type of harm, harmful conversion therapy. Now, I have a friend who runs a, a what you, what would be called a conversion therapy. He is he is a former homosexual. His name is Stephen Black, and Stephen uh, runs a, a ministry to reach out to the gay community, and has multiple people on his staff that are former LGBTQ um, people, and they heard the gospel. They were converted out of their sinful lifestyle. They they repented of their sins and they became followers of Christ. And they said, because I follow Christ, I'm no longer going to engage in this type of sinful behavior there. Now, married individuals uh, who who have normal, normal sexual activity uh, because that's how God created. God, here's the thing. God created sex. God created women and men and their parts and how they're supposed to procreate. God said it's it's good that the man is not alone and it's good for the woman to be with the man. And it's it's a beautiful gift from the Lord and what has happened is Satan takes what is beautiful and and a good gift from the Lord and twists it into a demonic um demonic thing. And I and I will go with that even not just not just LGBTQ if, if you're having heterosexual sex outside of the confines of marriage, you are breaking God's rules, God's law. God has set up a standard and says, this is how this is going to work. Sex is only permitted inside of the, the confines of marriage, period. If, the, if you're breaking those rules, uh, heterosexual, that's fornication. If you're engaged in homosexual activity that's called the sin of Sodom and you are guilty of breaking God's law and so the Democratic Party aligns themselves number one it says they want to support these rights they want to protect these people to be able to engage in this sin they don't want to confront it and try to and try to help people see that the error of their ways they want to say that this is right and good and normal and you need to and here's the thing me saying this <laughs> Me just saying this, if the Democratic Party becomes in power, I'll be breaking their law and I will be uh, probably in trouble because what I'm saying is considered bigotry in their mind. Nevertheless, God's word is the ultimate authority. And when you look at God's word and God's word says that this is how I've created marriage and relationships to work, this is how it should be. That's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be saying, okay, God, I know you have a creative order. I know you have a creative setup, 
but I don't like that. I think my way is better. I'm going to follow your way and do what you don't want me to do because I think I'm smarter than you. That's in essence what the LGBTQ community is doing is they're saying, God, I know you have a creative design, but this is not going to work for me. I want to do what I want to do because I want to be happy and I want to be um, involved in what I want to be involved with. And so they just shun the idea of God's law and God's commands and say, forget you, God, I want to do my own thing. And that's what they're doing. And Romans chapter one gives a very explicit command that if they continue in this, that God's going to give them over to the lust of their flesh and cause them to believe a lie. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to give them very, very, uh, a very defined set of rules. In fact, I'll just, I mean, just so you guys know that I'm not making it up. Romans chapter one, starting in verse 18, well, Starting for verse 18, for the wrath of God is going to be revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. For what can be known of God is plain to them because they have been shown it, it's been shown to them. Uh, and so verse 24 tells us, it says, for therefore God gave them over the lust of their flesh and the lust of their hearts to the impurities uh, to dishonor their own bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creation rather than the creator, who is blessed forever and ever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to dishonorable passions for their women, exchanged the natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And there's going to come a day that any of us, including my, you know, if, if I chose to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to go outside of this, I'm going to go do my own thing, and I'm going to have an affair. And guess what? There is going to be a day when I'm going to have to give an account to the God of the universe for my actions. Same with anyone who says, you know what, I, I want to do what I want to do. Uh, and I'm going to follow after my own desires. You know, the, the worst advice anybody could be given is follow your heart. Well, I'm going to tell you, like John Calvin said, your heart is an idol factory that just manufactures idols and manufactures an idea to, to follow after your own lust and your own desires. That is the worst idea in the world to follow your heart. <laughs> follow Jesus, not your heart. So that's that's the number one th- platform that I issue that I have with um, the, the Democratic Party is that they are they are involved with and okaying the sin of Sodom. So that that would be the first platform that they have on their their agenda, uh, the, their party platform for 2020. That is a problem. So Christians. You can't align yourself with someone that says explicitly, "We're we as a party are going to break the rules of God." So Christians cannot align themselves with a political party that says we're going to explicitly break God's rules. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second issue that I have is uh, the issue of abortion. That that is a big problematic issue. Um, I'm going to read this off the platform. Democrats will fight to guarantee equal rights for women. Now, that sounds, they want to protect women's rights. Now, that sounds admirable in the beginning, right? That sounds great. But part of that is their right to be able to choose abortion. Uh, That it is their, that it would be their right to want to to fight against uh, and allow abortion. Pure, plain, and simple, abortion is the murder of human beings. Um, if you do not, uh, if you believe that that these little tiny human beings 
that are inside the womb that are they if you believe that they're not human beings i'm going to go ahead and say you're not a christ follower you're not a christian you cannot be a christian and say that abortion is okay absolutely not period uh, i i will question your salvation um, based upon the word of god because um Psalms 139 says that God forms us in our mother's wombs. He puts, he knits us together. That The conception part is life, Psalms 139. And any, they want to protect women's rights, protect the women that are inside the womb. Protect the little baby girls that are inside the womb. Protect their right to be able to live and to be able to have a life. Protect that. That's what you need to be protecting. Like, it is, we're on, we're with millions, tens of millions of human beings are being slaughtered wholesale, wholesale, because it's convenient. And you've got immediately, you'll have somebody say, well, Caleb, what about rape and incest? That is a minuscule amount. And here's what I will tell you first of all number one, it's not that many people are choosing abortion due to rape and incest. But in the case of rape and incest, it's not the child's fault that the, the father sinned. I know personally someone who was raped, was, and as a result, conceived a child, and that child is now an active member of society. That child did nothing wrong. Now, what should we do? You want to kill somebody? Kill the father that raped the woman. That's who you need to kill. You want to kill somebody? Kill the man that raped the woman, period. He, he deserves the death penalty, period. Um, but that's that's not the the majority of people that choose abortion. It's it's a it's a convenience issue. They decided to have sex once again outside of the confines of marriage, and they decide, well, you know what? It's going to be a drain of my lifestyle. Hey, guess what? Kids can drain your resources. Yeah, they they absolutely will. But it's your you made it. You want you want the right to choose. You have the right to choose whether or not to have sex. That's your that's your right to make that decision. And because you've decided to have sex, you now have the fruit of your labor. <laughs> and so you need to you need the woman up, you need the man up, and you need to take care of the human being that you've created. Now, what is the bulk of the reason why people get abortions? Because it will kill their lifestyle. They don't have the money. They don't have the time. They don't have the resources. Then don't be like, wait to get married to have sex. Wait. Wait. Period. So, this is the other platform that I just have problems with with the Democratic Party. They, you know, they, they, they are okaying the genocide of human beings. Their platform is okay. They're okaying the genocide of of millions of human beings. So that's a problem. Um, in their platform, they say they want to, um, as Democrats, we are committed to ending sexual assault, domestic abuse, and other violence against women. And other violence against women. Really, if you're against violence against women, then you'd end abortion because that is the number one killer and massive violence against women in America. Period. <laughs> And then I keep reading the platform, and they want to end violence against uh, uh, transgender women. No, no, wait, it's tr- transgender women of color, 
not transgender men of you know as long as you're if you're a white transgender yeah who cares <laughs> what about the the little girls that are competing on a track to win a to win a, a medal against a biological male who says he's a girl are we are we fighting for that girl's right to be able to to have a better life no 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 we throw her off to the side and say, well, this little boy who says he's a girl is going to run track, who's physically more fit and more uh, has better uh, the better ability to, to, to win against the little girl. Now, are we fighting against that? Absolutely not. We're not. We're not. We're just saying that we're turning a blind eye. How hypocritical is that? Once again, Christians, you cannot support a political party that does this. You cannot support a, a, a political party that says in their platform, we want to okay the sin of Sodom. We want to okay any type of sexual revolution as long as it fits our agenda. Now, sex inside of marriage, we don't, we don't really even recognize that as a good, normal right. We say that that's, you know, married people that have sex are homophobic and they're bigots and they're mean and blah, blah, blah. Really? No. No, we're not. That's absolutely insane. Um, so that's just, <laughs> those are two of the biggest issues that I have. And I, I read through just the just the basic, outside of the biblical context of this, where we can't support the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party have this in their platform. They say they want to raise income and restore economic security for all the middle class. Uh, Trump already did that. They want to create good-paying jobs. Uh, Trump already did that. They want to fight for economic fairness against and, and against inequality in the economic world. Uh, Trump already did that. Um, look at the look at the the stats. Minority job rates or job claims are an all-time high. Like it's just, it's insane how many people have jobs. Um, bring about bring Americans together to remove barriers. Uh, to opportunities. Uh, Trump's done that. There's tons of people who have opportunities because you're born in America. You live in America. You have the biggest and great. I mean, you, how many minorities moved here with a couple of quarters to rub together and a dream and they are now multi-billionaires? Like, how does that, how does that, how, how do we not understand this? Um, so this is just, this is just, some of the things that I see, I mean, so you stand there and you say, I'm a Christian, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the Bible, but I can support the Democratic Party. That is a oxymoron. You cannot support the Democratic Party just based upon th- just those two, just those two major pl- party platform issues. You say, well, Caleb, what about all the other good things that they're doing? Name me what they're doing for good. Tell me what the Democratic Party has done for good. Like, what have they done? Supporting high-quality K-12 through schools across America is one of their platforms. Well, one of their platforms is in the, in the middle of all this in education is to re-doctrinate, or to indoctrinate our students into believing that if you're a white kid, you're an idiot. And you have no rights to anything, and you should be ashamed that you're white. Really? That's a problem. 
That's so that's that's not helpful. That's not good. That's not building anyone up. That's tearing th- people down. Um, they say want to make higher education affordable. Okay, that's great. I, I'm all for making higher education affordable. How are you going to make that happen? Somebody has to be paid. Who's going to pay these bills? I, I just. I look at the platform. That's how you have to ask yourself as a Christian. Can you support a platform that is okay with blatant sinful behavior? With murder? A platform that's okay with murder? I mean, obviously, and they're okay with it because one of their one of their speakers... Let's just do this. At the, the DNC um, convention, they had a man who spoke that has been accused of sexual assault, Bill Clinton. They had another woman who's been convicted of murder, not not charged, actually convicted of murder as one of their speakers. Like, this is not okay. I don't know how, as a Christian, you can be... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you can say you're a Christian and align yourself with this belief system, you are not a Christian. Like, you just can't be. Because there are certain standards of holiness that God has laid up. And said, this is how Christians should follow. This is what Christians should follow. And if you're if you're just blatantly... I, I don't know. This is, this is a, a whirlwind of insanity. And the only thing I can say is that this is the wrath of abandonment. Romans chapter 1. This is where God has given over our nation... To this idea that they can do whatever they want, and and be and and God's okay with it. God made me this way. No, you were made. You were born sinful, and because you were born sinful, Romans chapter seven says you have to fight against your sinful desires. You have to fight against your sinful nature. You have to make war. You have to box. Paul says he shadow boxes with his sinful nature. He has to fight it. And the only thing I can think is that this is the wrath of abandonment from. The God of the universe. Because we have chosen to live in this lifestyle. This is what God has done. God gives us a shove in the direction and says, Okay, you want to believe this? I'll cause you to believe this lie. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what they ought not do. That they might do what not be done. That's verse 28. Verse 29 says, They were filled with all manners of right unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, Heartless, ruthless, though they know God's righteous decrees that those who practice such things deserve to die. They not only do them, but they approve of those who practice in them. Like That is clear cut from the God of the universe. But yet people are still going, yeah, we can do what we want. This is the wrath of God on America. We're seeing it unfold. We're seeing it unfold. So if, you're, if you say you align yourself with the Democratic Party and say it's okay 
to follow the Democratic Party, and you say you still believe in God and you're still a Christian, I'm saying you're wrong. You cannot be a Christian and follow these standards of moral practice, period. Well, God help us. God help us. I'm longing for revival. I'm longing for men and women to repent. I'm longing for us to see God as the majestic, sovereign king of the universe, and that we would repent and we would come to know him as such. My heart's cry is for revival, that people would repent and they would come to to the end of their sinful selves and they would see Jesus as all-sufficient and that they they would follow the king of the universe, that they would submit their lives to him. And I'm going to say, I want to start with me. I want to start with me. I want to be the guy that says, I need to repent of my sins. And this is the beautiful thing. Confession is so good. 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sins, that he is faithful. Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Like that's the beauty of the gospel. That we, that we, we see the error of our ways. We see where we've fallen short. And we say, okay, God, I'm going to follow you. I want to I know you and I want to be your child. And then we pursue and see him for who he is. Matthew chapter 5 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. So that's my hope for us as a country it's, uh, this is a hope for us. This is my hope for us as a community is that we would repent and we would follow Christ. Repent and follow Christ. I love you all. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of the Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.